The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for this week's John Deere Classic. Joining me to break it all down, Greg Ducharme is here. Greg, hello to you. Hello, Rick. Uh, quite a quite a day so far today. Uh, some birdies flying at the John Deere Classic, as usual. Uh, although, there were, for our leaders, Rick, there were a couple moments where things got a little tricky today. Uh, a couple of couple of par stretches, but they still end up shooting some really good scores. So, it's been fun to watch. It's a fun leaderboard. Uh, and I know it's not the the top players in the game this week, but I really enjoyed watching these guys uh, compete. The golf course played about two and a half shots under par on Saturday. There will be 13 golfers within three shots of the lead heading into Sunday. So we are in store for something quite exciting with the biggest mover on Saturday's moving day was Alex Smalley here, Greg, a 62 Starts with Birdie Eagle, goes out in 30, comes in in 32. He was absolutely dialed in on the second shot. And the great play that we've seen from Alex Smalley recently continues. Yeah, and this has been, you know, he's a kind of attractive, especially in a DFS community heading into this week for that reason. His his iron play has been really good of late. His ball striking has been really good. And it was today as well. Obviously, I mean, again, nearly nearly six shots approaching the green, 5.7. But that's not even the most amazing stat to me. His proximity to the hole today was 16 feet, five inches. But you look back at the rest of this week, just to give you an idea of how insane that is. Um, the the rest of this week, the the next best was Akshay Batia in round one, average 19 feet. Uh, no, he's Akshay is the only other guy to average inside of 20 feet for the week, and he's at 16 feet five inches. It's insane. I've no, I don't think I've ever seen a, a number that low. Um, so I was just blown away by that. I, I think Rick, it was. Uh, I counted this up earlier and just um, I, I think I have this right, but eight times he was inside of nine feet w- w- with his proximity eight times inside of nine feet. It, it's just absolutely uh, insane. This was quite a round and, and he didn't even hole out anywhere, right? He didn't hole out from the fairway or anything. No, right. No, th- this is, he hit it to six feet. He hit it to seven feet. He hit it to nine feet. He hit it to 12 feet. I mean, even the ones that were outside of that 
nine foot range were inside of 20 feet. I mean, he had good looks all day. This was really, really impressive stuff. Uh, and, you know, the other thing is in that stat, it, it counts missed greens. You know, sometimes you hit a bad shot, you hit it to 80 feet, it crushes that number. That's why it's not necessarily uh, the most important number to look at, uh, oh, you know, over time. But it just, when, when you see something like this, it, it really highlights how impressive this was with those approach shots. That is the second best approach round of anyone this season. Uh, Dylan Fratelli nipped him in round two of the Honda Classic, but that, wow. that's it. So, so yeah, very, very high-end round from Alex Smalley. He will start Sunday at 15 under par, one shot off the lead. I've been waiting to talk about this guy uh, because we talked about him a lot on Mondays or on the betting shows or anything like that. But Kevin, you made an appearance on the broadcast on Saturday here. Greg, the, the king of team no putt goes out in 31. He eagles number two, which is his 11th hole of the day. He birdies number three, his 12th hole of the day. I think at that moment he was one shot off the lead and he made two bogeys coming in, but, but this, this you got to give Kevin, you the, sh the, the, the shine when he, when he gets onto the coverage, I've been following him pretty closely all year, just like you have. Uh, but the funny thing about today, Rick, is this was not a team. No pup performance. Like right. we're used to seeing out of Kevin, you, I mean, very opposite to what Alex Smalley did. Maybe not fair to call it completely opposite, but uh, he averaged 35 feet in proximity. Remember Alex Smalley, 16 and a half feet. So just, uh, you know, it, what that's outside of, it's more than double. He's more than, than double away from the hole on his birdie look. Um, and and he, he lost over half a shot approaching the green today, but he filled it up on the greens. He, you know, he made a 50 footer out there. I made a number of putts in that uh, 15 to 20 foot range. A lot of those mid rangers he was pouring in today. And when you tallied up at the end of the day, uh, Kevin, you, one of the members of the team, no putt is third for the week in strokes game putting and, and did a lot of that work today, gaining over 3.2, uh, two, two strokes putting. He certainly did. Kevin, you, uh, will start again. He fades a little bit coming in. So he's in at 11 under par. That's five shots off the lead. Very unlikely that he wins this golf tournament, but hat tip to you, Mr. Kevin, you Lucas Glover. 69, 65, and a Saturday 66. He is brimming with confidence thanks to his new putting style. I guess it's more of a new putter, but I guess it also comes with a new putting style as well, Greg. And Lucas Glover around a place where he has seen so much success is vying for another top 10 or maybe even better. I think even better is really in play here. Now, look, the, um, the putter has been the story of the week for him. And he lost strokes putting today. He missed a, a couple of eight footers out there today and did three putt once, but all in all, you can just see the, the confidence level is significantly higher. So he lost 0.7 strokes putting today, uh, but is still gaining over two strokes for the week. He's 26th in strokes game putting on the week right now. Uh, and, and this is a player who's really confident. He, you, you're not seeing those really shaky yippy putts that you're used to seeing out of Lucas Glover, uh, largely because of this new putter, new style, which by the way, is an exact replica of Adam Scott's putter. Uh, and we know how the replica game 
has gone over the past couple of weeks on the PGA tour. Maybe it's we get another case of that. It's a copycat sport, Greg. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You're really starting to see it now. The, the one thing I want to talk to you about, cause I, I know you're always in tune with this stuff, but it, it is not just the putter. It is not just the style. I do really like the way that he, that he pulls the trigger. So if, if you're, if you haven't noticed this, watch this on Sunday. So what he does, Greg, is he gets it all, gets it all lined up. He relaxes that right arm. He drops off. He relaxes that right arm. And as soon as he puts that hand on, he goes, there is no time to think. I remember him. I feel like he would stand over putts for an eternity so once that once that hand hits the grip he goes and that's obviously part of the part of the plan yeah, absolutely and look this is going to be a really big thing to watch tomorrow um given that he's in contention right he's in tied sixth heading into round four and this is going to be a big thing to watch because now it starts to get real uh it's you start to really have a chance to win and has this putting style, has this routine really taken hold? And tomorrow's the day when you're going to find that out for sure. Um, if this is a, an answer that can really help a player, it, you know, if you get a new piece of equipment that you feel like is the answer for you, well, all of a sudden it can change your routine. It can change your confidence level. It can change the thought processes or uh, processes that go through your mind. And and this is a real opportunity to put that to the test tomorrow, even though it's been better over the last couple of weeks and, and we've seen it. I think this is really the best chance where you'll see Lucas Glover in contention uh, with the, I guess, highest probability of having some of the old thoughts creep back in your head. Uh, maybe maybe tomorrow's the day when he proves to himself that he's really found the answer. Yeah, you do wonder how all of this holds up under pressure. Right. Yeah. Especially if he does go out and hey, maybe he touches the lead early in the rounds. Interesting to see how it holds up. Right. And again, in this copycat league, um, you most of the stories you hear are I was at a, uh, you know, an event with my caddy or I was just playing around down at medalist with Ricky and tried his putter and it worked great. Well, those are situations where there's very little pressure and then you try them in competition and you see how it goes. And there's only one way to know. There's only one way to know if it's real, and that's to get in that situation. It's different for Lucas to me than it is for a Wyndham Clark or a Ricky Fowler uh, because this is a this has been a major issue. And those guys didn't have putting yips. They might not have been making as many putts as they wanted, but it was far from the yips. And Lucas Glover, we've seen him miss putts from a foot and a half. And, you know, I missed the hole. It's been as ugly as any, you know, major champion, any great player that we've seen. It's been as ugly as any as anybody that we've seen. And it seems like he's really found something. So I'll be watching that very closely tomorrow. In at 13 under par, three shots off the lead. We will continue this conversation. We will get to the names uh, very much in the mix. Not that those that we've already named are not, but we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up 
to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym and Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky. As, as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, first-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash first. Again, Not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out, viore.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. And we're back. Welcome to the PGA Tour, Peter Quest, at least in form of uh, special temporary membership status. His cut making this week uh, enabled that. He got very close last week at the Rocket Mortgage, only needed a, a couple of points. He's got that accomplished. But Greg, with a Saturday 65 and in at 14 under par, two shots off the lead at a bogey-free 65, looking for a little bit more. L- looking, looking to get that membership now. He's not going to wait till next year for full. He wants it now. He wants to be in the playoffs. And, you know, this was one of the first things he said in the interview with Amanda Renner after the round was, you know, he answered his question uh, and then he said, we'll see if we can go get a get a win tomorrow. Right. That's very clearly on the front of his mind, as it should be, because um, he clearly has uh, an abundance of talent. But the other thing he said that I really liked is, look, I, I have nothing to lose. I don't have status anyway, so I'm not going to lose that. Uh, you know, I may as well try to earn it. And this is a really cool situation. It's it's not a common path to the PGA Tour. I mean, pe- players don't make it to the PGA Tour through Monday qualifying. Uh, and he has a legitimate chance of taking care of that, which is just such a cool story. I, I love the way that he's played. He's had some moments of struggle even over these last couple of weeks and has bounced back and gotten himself back in the mix. And it's been... Really cool to watch. And he looks comfortable, Rick. I mean, this does not look like a guy who doesn't belong out here. It's a beautiful golf swing. He has tons of power. Uh, It seems like driver is the real strength of his game, although the rest of it looks pretty darn good um, this week as well. 
he leapfrogs uh, into solo fifth over our 36 hole leader, Cameron Young, who was in the grind all day, Greg. Uh, he yeah. got off to a slow start. He didn't, he didn't make a birdie until the fifth hole, immediately gave it back at six and get, coughed up another stroke at seven. Um, it looked like he was going to salvage this day when he stepped onto the 18th tee. He was two under par, which was very close to the scoring average for the day. It was not, it was not going to be a great round, but it certainly wasn't going to be a disaster. Hits it into the fairway bunker. Hits probably the worst shot I've ever seen him hit into the water and cards a double now goes from what a multiple shot lead on Friday night to being three back on Saturday night. Yeah, it happens awfully quick. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened to him late in this round, but uh, you started to see the lefts come into play some hard lefts, not just on 18, but the tee shot on 17, Rick, the shot tracker. I know you joked on Twitter that that was actually your shot tracker. Uh, that that's kind of what it looked like because it didn't end up going very far after sniping it into the woods. And then the second shot was perhaps it was intentional, but that was a pretty big roll poke there as well. And then misses the fairway left at 18. And obviously I mean, whatever happened with that second shot from the fairway bunker at 18, um, that's not something you're used to seeing out of PGA tour professionals, especially ones as good as cam young. So this was a, this was a tough day. He finds himself still in the mix at, at 13 under par um, in, in tied sixth. This is one of those days where dinner doesn't taste very good because of that finish. Um, and, and he, you know, he almost salvaged a really good round, but this was, this is disappointing. And it's a guy who's been struggling a little bit all year, but he, he still has a chance to really, you know, put another good finish on the board. He could still win by all, by all means, only three shots back. Uh, and and probably the most talented player in the field. So we'll see what happens, but a disappointing day. Yeah, very disappointing. Uh, not so disappointing for the rest of these names here. So let's go to Adam Shank, uh, four under 67. So he's gone 65, 66, 67. 68 is probably not going to do it, right? That's only three under. That gets into 18 under. That's not going to do it. He's going no. to have to break the pattern. Uh, yeah. He, he finally made a bogey. First bogey of the week that came on number 12. I thought that he played fine, Greg. I thought there were some moments late. I thought he kind of lost a little bit of the, the, the putting speed, the feel, maybe on and around the greens. But he is one shot off the lead looking to kind of put an exclamation point on what I would consider. I mean, I think he's in the best season of his career. It's been a great year for oh, him. Oh, yeah. But this is this is a chance to make it even better. Look, he's um he's on my betting card for the week for a reason because this has been this is one of those where if he is holding the trophy tomorrow, everybody sees this coming. It's very obvious the trajectory that he's on with all of these top ten finishes so far and real legitimate contention. Uh, so he's he's tasted this and it's it's not easy. Um, it is very challenging. In his six, what six season, six season? It's either six or eight season on the PGA Tour, um, and and he hasn't had a whole lot of contention like this. Uh, but this year he has, and he, he's gotten the taste of it. And so I'm I'm really um, I'm still feeling quite strongly about it. It kind of felt like if there were any nerves, maybe he got those out of the way today, and it's a great day for that to happen 
because he does have the experience and he knows, okay, I I've handled this before. I've played well before I've put myself in position on the 72nd hole before I've had a putt to win before I can, I can do this. And, and I think today's round uh, better today than tomorrow. Cause it will give him that opportunity to have those conversations with himself and get his head right for tomorrow. And I think he's in a wonderful position to, to do that. Speaking of, Knocking on the door, Danny McCarthy has been knocking on the door all season long. Just to remind you of a couple of these finishes. T7 at the Travelers, that was an elevated event. He had a top 20 at the U.S. Open. He finished runner-up in a playoff to victor at the Memorial. Had a T8 at Wells Fargo, another elevated event. Um, it's been a phenomenal year. T14 at, the, at Riviera. T13 at the Players. It's been a great year for Danny McCarthy. He is going to enter the final round one shot off the lead. Thanks to a Saturday 66. Uh, he ends up, let's look at his, I want to look at his putting numbers for the third round, Greg. He gained just short of one stroke with the putter, but there were a couple of putts in the middle of the round that he had for birdie that he, he could very easily be in the lead. Uh, a little uncharacteristic in terms of misses, but this, this dude's ready to win. I, I actually think he's going to win it tomorrow. So Denny and, and Shank are the two guys I thought would win coming in. Um, and it is very rare that you get both those guys, you know, in this position, but it, this seems so obvious to me because both Shank and McCarthy have been trending in this direction where they're ready to win and they want it. And this is the perfect event for it. And, and they're playing great. Clearly um, you look at those putting numbers and this is interesting right? Not a great day strokes game putting for Denny McCarthy. We did make 150 feet of putts. He holds some long ones, but this was kind of the, the odd thing about this round today. He hit it close. Sometimes he hit it. Well, most of the day, I mean, he hit 17 greens, but he didn't hit it close a lot. And when he did, he missed them. Uh, I think it was three putts inside eight feet that he missed today. Uh, Yet he still makes 150 feet of putts total. He still shoots, five under par. Uh, and, and the reason for that is he's able to hoop it from long range. So, you know, he's almost like the Scotty Scheffler. When you look at the numbers week in and week out, where's Danny McCarthy and strokes game putting it's right up there near the top. And guess what? This week he's first. Uh, and, and we've called this event a putting contest before. Uh, and I'm not sure it's going to change tomorrow. I Spoiler alert, when we get to the betting card, I think I think Denny's going to get this done. Well, they are all chasing. They are all chasing, Greg. One Brendan Todd. 66 on Saturday. It was bogey-free. He eagled number two. He made birdies on 13, 15, 16. That's it. Only four holes uh, in which he carded anything but a par. Brendan Todd looking for his first victory since... November of 2019, which by the way, I'm going to look this up. I think it was back-to-back. It was definitely back-to-back starts. He won in 2019. I think it was back-to-back weeks. And I think it was, he had a chance to make it three. Finished like Um, second or third the next, the week after that. Bermuda, Mayakoba, RSM. I think who was it? It was, it was in inside the top five for sure. And had a real chance of winning. So, you know, Brendan Todd is extremely talented. And when you listen to those golf courses we mentioned, none of them are very long. Uh, this one is not very long either. And you have had through history, uh, countless players have great success here without a ton of distance. 
Um, and the most notable, of course, would be Steve Stricker and uh, and Zach Johnson. Yeah. And and I think Brendan Todd fits that mold. He is extremely accurate off the tee. He is always finding the fairway. He's a wonderful wedge player uh, and and a great putter. And he hasn't been putting great lately, but he put a new putter in, in play this week and is really starting to feel good with it. And you can see the confidence and you can see the fun that he's having. What was it on, on 13, I believe? Uh, his caddy drops the bag in the fairway and, and he has a laugh about it. It, I think it was after he had made contact, but you know, they, they have a chuckle and all of a sudden he goes on that really nice run to finish off this round and end up taking the lead. So impressive. Brendan Todd, one of my favorite players out there on the PGA tour. I love watching him compete, especially when he gets to a golf course where his skill set is highlighted. And that's the case here this week. Has anyone just considered change, like having a new putter every single week? It, it seems the the honeymoon period, it, it's exactly one week long, right? For every putter. <laughs> so why aren't these guys just switching putters every single week, Greg? I think that would be you know, it's a, it's a legitimate question. But if you have all that success right away, it's really hard to put it away. Uh, <laughs> that, that you know that that's a challenge. So and look, this is one that he has used before. It's not a a brand new uh, new idea. It's not a copycat putter. It's one that he's used a, a number of times over the past couple of years and has had success with. So look, there's a there's a balancing act in in changing these things out and getting comfortable with them and feeling confident with them. And Rick, I also think there's a little bit of uh, romance in all of us where we want to find the one, uh, you know, the one that's going to work forever. So uh, it, maybe not so realistic, but I think that's what everybody's hoping for. Yeah, Tiger did it, and everybody thought, "Oh, okay, I'll find, I'll find the one." Yeah, like, and look, the best, the best putters of all time have done that, right? Brad Faxon very rarely changed putters. Tiger never changed putters. Jack did a couple of times, but certainly not week to week. And um, you know, Ben Crenshaw didn't change putters. These guys. These guys have have stuck with it, um, but the reason is, hey, maybe they did find the answer, and that honeymoon phase lasted forever. God. <laughs> All right, Josh, show us the uh, betting favorites, which is kind of fun because you know on a on a Saturday night, often we get a golfer at even money against the field. Something, but the the way the log jam is, and honestly, there's not a ton of wins at the top of this board, or at least a lot. Of, there's not a lot of recent wins at the top of this board. Brendan Todd and Denny McCarthy co-favorites at plus 360. Then you get Adam Shank and Alex Smalley plus 550. Kind of a four-horse race, according to our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook, because then you go to 14 to 1, Peter Quest, Cam Young, and then 22 to 1, Chris Kirk, and everybody else. I've I've already kind of made it pretty obvious. I think Denny gets it done. But um, I mean, listen, you could sell me on probably any of these guys at the top. Yeah, it, um, there are good reasons for everybody. I mean, Brendan Todd is uh, of the guys that are really right there. You know, the closest guys to the top. He's the guy with the wins. Uh, everybody else chasing their first. So there's a great reason for Brendan Todd. Um, Danny McCarthy, Rick, I know you feel strongly about uh, the the best putter on the PGA Tour. And normally I'd look at the guy who's leading the field in strokes game putting heading into, uh, heading into Sunday and say, is this going to? I know. stick around but with denny it's kind of like well today was kind of a off day on the greens so there's a chance that he puts better 
Uh, and I certainly can can buy into that because he has been the best putter on tour, not just this year, but um, pretty much every year he's been out here. So you, you love to see that. I, I just I think Adam Shank is the guy. Um, a lot of this has to do with the fact that I thought so at the beginning of the week. And now he has the odds in his favor. But it goes beyond the numbers for me with him. Uh, I, I look at what he has gone through so far this year the number of times he has been there with, you know, three holes to go and having a legitimate chance to win. He's felt that heat. And I, and I think today he's going to have that conversation with himself and say, look, you know what you got to do tomorrow. I, and I think he's going to hit the ball a little better than he did today, tomorrow. And, and I think, um, I think you're going to see Adam Shank win. I'd be happy. Honestly, I'd be happy. Like just emotionally, like, Todd winning would be pretty cool. Danny would obviously be awesome. I love Adam Shank. I think Alex Smalley would be sweet. If any one of those, if anybody else wins, they're going to shoot something pretty low. So you'll get like a firework type. Route. Right. Right. Like Lucas Glover at 30 to one, three back. Sure. Sprinkle. Yeah. It's, oh, it's great. Right. This, these are, these are the hardest to figure out because it is a, a putting. It's a putting contest. It's a, it's a wedge contest. I mean, Alex Smalley isn't going to have the performance approaching the green he did again tomorrow could be good he could lead the field not going to be like it was today so he's going to have to make some putts everybody in this um in this event is going to have to make some putts tomorrow and i think the guys that are ready to do it are the top three on this board um and i'm going to go with uh with shank what do you think the winning score is you think it reaches 2022 it's at least 20 yeah, so let's see. So 16 under right now, then three at 15. I think, I'll tell you what. I think, no, I think you, I think, I think 21's enough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to, I mean, to make it easy, 20 to 22 is kind of where my head was. Yeah. Um, you might see, you might see a. Yeah, 20 is playoff. The thing is that nine under there, there's a nine under round out there for yeah. somebody. The question is, does that come from a guy at 15? I, I don't know, but I, I do think the guys even back at 13 uh, and, and 12 are, are in it because there is that nine under round out there. Um, so if you're at 12 under, you go shoot nine under, you get to 21. That, that has a really good chance. Uh, so I, I really think this is pretty wide open, but there are two guys I'm looking at that are just ready to win. I think one of them does tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be cool. Looking forward to it. Well, we'll be back after the conclusion of uh, the John Deere classic to find out who wins. We'll see uh, for now. Big thanks. Producer Josh does all the hard work behind the scenes. Greg Ducharme available on Twitter at the real GFD. And you can find me at Rick run good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 